0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, well, is there anything else to talk about besides Elon Musk buying Bitcoin? Well, we'll definitely talk about that, some crypto prices, and I want to hear from a listener today. And that's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, February 8th, 2021. What a day. What a day. New Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay, Buccaneers, and the GOAT, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. But who's the real goat, actually? I think it's Elon Musk. Elon Musk with $1.5 billion of Bitcoin purchases. We saw in an SEC report. He's over there being a sly, not telling anybody he's doing this. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, by the way, I just kind of like put $1.5 billion into Bitcoin. Let's be fair, though. That's like literally like less than a percent of his overall wealth. (laughs) I mean, he's like worth what, what? $200 billion? But he's looking at this as a hedge against, just like Michael Saylor's been saying in all of his workshops, they're hedging their company's books with a little bit of Bitcoin. Why not? Why not? But what is the real end game of Elon? And when did he buy? How much does he have right now? He bought it at 1.5. Does he have 2? 2.5? We don't know. Did he take some profits and put it into Doge? What's up with the Doge memes? So here's my two cents on Elon Musk buying Bitcoin. One, it shows CEOs of big companies are actually thinking about it. Is Tim Cook thinking about it? Is Jeff Bezos thinking about it? Who else is thinking about putting their money into Bitcoin? Two, it shows that it's possible. It's possible for these companies to go onto the books with a little bit of Bitcoin, a little bit of hedge against traditional investments. Three. It shows that CEOs need to think outside the box this time, this day and age. Like I said yesterday on the podcast, listen to the All In podcast with Chamath Palihapitiya. They talk about Elon Musk not being the last stage of a CEO, but the first stage of a new kind of CEO, thinking outside the box, not going with the media, not going with the board, not going with the shareholders, saying, doing, acting outside of the norms, because that's what business is going to take these days. Four, the real question, are we getting scammed? Is this really Elon Musk saying this is the future of money or is this Elon Musk saying I can pump this shit and get some quick profits? I mean, really, the SEC, we see Elon Musk doing some kind of these memes are very much moving the Doge market. I mean, when I get into the crypto prices in a minute, you'll see where Doge is right now. Uh, So what is he really doing? What are all these CEOs doing? Are they playing with us? the average consumer, the people who put their hard earned money into crypto and Bitcoin to try to get a better future for ourselves to only be wrecked in the future because they're going to manipulate the markets? Or do they actually believe in this? I mean, that's a real big question. That's a real good question. How do we know if they actually get it, understand, and subscribe to the ethos, to the purpose, to the tech? And six, unless there's a black swan event, this is not stopping here. Of course, this is not financial advice, but come on, Elon Musk says, I'm going to put some money into Bitcoin, $1.5 billion, which is not a little bit of money, no matter how much he's worth or Tesla is worth. It's not a little bit of money. This is not stopping here. This is going to give other CEOs confidence. They're going to see popularity go to Elon, two, the eyes go to Tesla and Elon, three, the surge of Bitcoin, and four, they're going to be like, I'm going to need to get in because I want to capitalize off what they're getting right now. Maybe I can get some of that thunder. Maybe I can bottle some of that lightning. Anyway, before I rant for too long, let me get into those crypto prices. But it's one of those mornings where I wake up, you know, I'm just super stoked. I have that feeling in my stomach, those butterflies, that energy, that, I don't know, adrenaline, that natural. You feel it in the air. You taste it. It's palatable. Where's those crypto prices?
1: (laughs) Here we go, money talk,
0: and I'm recording this at 9:50 Eastern Standard Time. And every time I'm refreshing Coin Market Cap, it's one of those days that it just keeps changing. So, this is the price is at 9:50 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $43,760, up 13.8% from yesterday. Ethereum, $1,700, even up 8.3% from yesterday. Litecoin. 160.41, up 6.3%. Chainlink, 250.9, up 3.9%. And XRP, 44.8 cents, up 5.4%. Total market cap, we're sitting at 1.298, almost $1.3 trillion, up 11% from yesterday. With the BTC dominance of 62.6 cents. And I don't know about you guys, but my back folio is just broke. Everything is broke. The exchanges are broke. Everything is broke, nothing updates, can't sell, can't log on. It's just been a disaster this morning, but we'll we'll bear with it because it looks like we're still going up. (laughs) And it also goes without saying that Bitcoin broke another all-time high. Top 10 coins, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, Cardano is on a rampage, up 95% in the past 7 days at $0.68 right now. XRP at number 5, Polkadot at number 6, up 35% in the last week. Binance is literally on a tear. It's 7530 right now in the number 7 spot. Litecoin sticking in the top 10. It always hangs on. Doge at number 9, up 91% this week at 8.1 cents. Absolutely ridiculous. Again, I don't want to hate on Doge. I just don't get it. It could be the coin that we all use in the future to buy our groceries or everything. Doge coin at every supermarket. You never know. Doge is at 8.1 cents. And number 10, Chainlink 2526. If you guys can't tell, I'm damn excited today. Going into our conversation today, I want to talk to a listener, Rick Stringer. He reached out and said, I want to come on the show. Remember I said, if you want to come on the show and you're a listener of the show, just email me, MatthewAaron at decrypt.co. Come on the show and tell me about your hodling. Tell me about your experience. Tell me about why you're in Bitcoin. I want to listen to a listener. I want to talk to a listener because, and this is a great day to do it, because with these prices, with this adoption, with this bullish news, I want to know what everybody else is thinking. And everybody says, oh, I don't care what everybody else thinks. No, it's important, especially if we're building a community like this. What is everybody thinking? Why are you here? What are you hodling? And what do you envision the future to be like with cryptocurrency, technology, Bitcoin, finance, the economy, so on and so forth. Anyway, here's my conversation with listener Rick Stringer. I'll see you after the show for other news.
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, Rick. I mean, I just love getting listeners on the show because one, you are the reason I'm making the show so people can listen and, you know, just. And to get you on the show to talk about your experiences in Bitcoin and while you're here, I mean, that is important, not only to help me guide the show, but also to get other listeners to find that camaraderie, that commonality to other people in the space. Do me a favor, Rick. When did you get into Bitcoin and why are you here?
1: I first bought a little bit, $100 worth, in August of 2018. (laughs) At the time, I was just kind of wondering what it was and Trying to explore it and trying to understand the difference between BTC and BCH and <laughs> all of that. Yeah, I played around with it a little bit at that time, but didn't do much with it. Just kind of let it sit. And every once in a while, I go back and maybe buy just a tiny bit more and try trading it around and stuff, but really didn't know much. Then uh, early last year, um, a friend of mine, uh, Gary Leland, he's a fellow podcaster. Gary and I go way back because I used to have a podcast. He was talking about Bitcoin. And I was at the time thinking that I needed to do more to try to preserve my savings. And so I got chatting with Gary. Having that conversation with him convinced me to start buying more. So I set up a Swan Bitcoin account. And started, um, you know, doing the uh, the dollar cost averaging from that point on. Whenever I saw a dips, I added a little bit more and, and a bit more. And I just recently became a whole coiner. Oh, congratulations! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that, so that's, I'm
1: kind of excited about that.
0: Well, I mean, that's big. Today we're talking thirty-five thousand dollars. So that's that's a nice chunk of change, my friend.
1: Yeah. Yep. So Rick, tell
0: me, what is it about Bitcoin? You said you were in August 2018, uh, mm-hmm. you're a whole coiner now, but why? What is what is it about Bitcoin or the ethos that, ethos that you enjoy?
1: That's something that has evolved over the past year or so. Uh, it, as I got talking with Gary about it, and then st- I started listening to, to other podcasts and stuff on YouTube and at some one point, you know, I, so I, I found your your podcast and some others like a BTC sessions, which I, I think is awesome. And um, as I just started exploring it more, I started realizing, wow, this is really a, a great way to protect my money. See, I'm I also have have been a, a gold and silver saver over the years. For the same reasons, to just kind of as a way of diversifying my investments. And I'm not a kid anymore. I got to be thinking about the future and I, I can see what's happening to the dollar. And I'm just trying to make certain that I've got something on into the future.
0: You know, Rick, somebody else is going to be listening to you right now that is looking at this $35,000 Bitcoin today. And by the time they listen to it, you never know. It could be $50,000. That's just the nature of Bitcoin. And they're going to be wondering why to get in or if they should get into Bitcoin. Now, it's risky, especially if you're at an all-time high, say $45,000. That could be, like I said, when somebody starts listening to this. And they're like, why would I buy the top? What would you tell them as being new to crypto, new to Bitcoin, and then they want to take that plunge?
1: Well, the big thing is you don't have to spend thirty-five, forty-five thousand dollars to get into it. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. Mm. And I think that a lot of people who are new to the space might not understand that part. You know, what they need to do is get get started with. You know, the way I did it with Swan was fantastic because I was able to set a, a weekly amount that I was putting into it. Swan. And, um, what is Swan? Swan Bitcoin. Oh, they're fantastic. I, that's, that's where I get most of my Bitcoin. I do dollar cost averaging through them. And they, uh, they set you up so that it goes into their system, of course, but then you set a, okay, when I get so much, so many sats, I want it to automatically go into my wallet. So then it just encourages you to pull it off of the exchange and put it into your own personal wallet. Oh, nice. And so that's what I do. And so now I've got it offsite, and I'm able to you know, lock it up and, and I know that it's safe. So it's fantastic.
0: So Rick, you would say you don't have to start with a full Bitcoin, go to Swan, put just a little bit of money in there, set yourself up on a plan and uh-huh. set it and forget it. Absolutely. Last question, Rick. I want to say before I ask, ask this last question, I want to say thank you very much for listening. Thank you for coming on the show. Don't stop listening because now you met me and you, and you and lost all the, <laughs> lost I'll all listen the mysticism to even more, of it. Man. <laughs> Where do you see 2020 going? I mean, look, we're in January right now. We have so much. No, we're not in January. I apologize. We're in February now. We have so much bullish news coming out of the space. What do you imagine this to look like, Q4 2021?
1: I really believe it's going to keep going up. Sure, it may drop a little bit, you know, at times as it, it does, but I'm my guess is it will at least double by the end of the year with all of the big corporations that are coming into it, you know, Michael Saylor and all of that stuff. I think it's, I'm very bullish. I, I think that it's, it's just going to keep going up, you know, and even if it stays where it's at, that's still better than what it would be doing in a bank account right now.
0: Mm. So. Rick Stringer, listener of the Decrypt Daily, thank you very much for yep. coming on the show and having a chat with me.
1: Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: And another news The Chicago Mercantile Exchange, the CME, has launched Ethereum Futures Trading. CME's new offering will accompany Bitcoin futures and options it launched three years ago. The launch of Eth Futures is the next step towards adoption of crypto in the institutional finance sector. Linkin Park's co-frontman, Mike Shinoda, RIP Chester Bennington, auctions his first NFT. Shinoda's been stoked on the concept of blockchain art and hopes to produce many more NFTs. Gradually, more visual artists are migrating towards NFTs as their preferred method of distribution. Why? Because as we're saying on the show a lot, people getting paid. People getting paid. Ethereum upgrade could pump price by burning billions in F each year. The Ethereum Improvement Proposal, or EIP-1599, would use Ethereum transactions fees to buy ETH on the open market and then destroy it, reducing ETH's overall supply, meanwhile pumping the price, which a report by Grayscale says could create a positive feedback loop for ETH's price, meaning that it just perpetually goes up. And finally, the headline that we knew was going to write itself, but we had to write it anyway. Clubhouse is now inaccessible for many Chinese users, sparking concerns of a possible ban. I mean, China? Banning an app? An app that the average person or citizens could get on and talk freely about subjects and topics and have opinions and share ideas? China? Banning an app like that? Impossible. Unheard of. I can't believe it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Aaron. Please go to Apple Podcasts. If you like this show, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, and leave us a comment. It helps us stay visible. It helps us put on the charts. And because of that, more people have access to crypto news. If you want to do your part for Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, and the ethos, please help us get more people listening to the show so people can get the news about what's happening in the crypto space so we can get more adoption. And until tomorrow, happy hodling,
1: everybody.